Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Knife Party Podcast, where we keep it all on the cutting room floor. I am, of course, your illustrious host, Zach Evergreen, and joined with me again, the long-awaited return, very requested, Mr. Jeff Ugly Shoes. How Yay! are you? I am fine. I am doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, uh, thank you for the meal, by the way. Oh, no problem. You See, can... you, you Patreons treat me this well. This is my body. Eat. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry, religious, yeah, all right, just all right, religion there, you know. Just like, uh, wheel that back a little bit. All right, I was just doing the religious thing, you know. This is I the, got you, I got you. All right. right. Do you remember that thing? What did he say? This is my body, you can eat, break bread. Then the wine, this is my blood, drink of it. They said, this is the mayonnaise. No, stop there, Whoa. dude. <laughs> Where's the guacamole come from, dude? <laughs> so uh, anyway, if, if that is actually a fact, that means that I must be the most religious person ever because I drink a lot of Jesus juice. Okay. So, <laughs> I meant wine. All right. Yes. Okay. All right, all right, we got it. We got that. All right. All right. So, uh, anyway, uh, of course, this show is sponsored by you, the Patreons member. You can go to the I'll Buy That for the Dollar and you get every show early and often. Also, our brand new show, which we just did a fabulous episode on Fallout 3, which is called the Power Glove Podcast. Uh, I got five kids to feed. You get some other materials, such as Slime Wreck. And uh, some other stuff I'm probably going to be doing with Jonathan Fallen from Hoodcast AF soon. And then the Stop the Bike, Stop the Bike, $20 level. We just got your first allocation of the hoodies. I hope you enjoy them. Uh, I'm enjoying mine. I wear it in 80-degree weather. And uh, our next uh, allocation will be in uh, early December. And it's going to be surprise. But I'm thinking, you know, for beer drinkers out there getting something. Um, and also you get to pick a movie Hence, stop the bike, stop the bike that we must review. And uh, I want to thank Nick Neo and also H1N1 Zombies for uh, keeping the show up and running. All right. I have no further ado and all my plugs. If you do want to get in contact with me, because I have been hearing that people want to do cross podcasts with me, that's at knifepartypod at yahoo.com. And finally, if you're listening to this on an Apple or iOS device and, and uh, on YouTube or something, and you actually want to hear it because we're not on Apple Music, I don't know why. I've, I've <sighs> this, this struggle is real. Go to... Uh, I made a cute little website, and that's at knifepartypod.podbean.com. And without any further ado... I do. We're not going to be talking a movie today. Oh, no. We're going to be talking something as good as a movie. As good as a movie. Um, and with all the superhero stuff going on, everyone's into these Snyder and Nolan films and all this other crap. Um, I'm not really a fan of the Marvel Universe, with the exception of, say, like Deadpool and Logan. Yeah. But Deadpool. Did you uh, ever realize, though, that the synth music in the background is still believed from The Lost Boys? No, I didn't. Oh, that's very cool. And I still believe. Oh, no, wow. <laughs> you will next time. Yeah. Uh, We're going to talk about a show, The Peacemaker. Which is actually, that's DC Universe, too. It is. It is a DC Universe. Um, and, and they haven't made a good movie in how freaking long. So this, <sighs> this is so much better than anything they've done in years. Well, also, too, you kind of can't really help because help not but love it because it has... John. John freaking Cena is not only a great pro wrestler and he's great on the mic but he must be one of the funniest motherfuckers in any action movie or series i swear i was in stitches a few times watching the show yeah you know i had no idea he could act i'll be honest he kills it comedy's not easy and he absolutely kills it no he does um and he's so over right now i'm playing you uh his return from raw people used to say john cena sucks no he gets more pop than The Rock and Hulk Hogan combined right now. Like, the dude Absolutely. is super over. And I'm glad he's back in wrestling. And uh, But I, I must tell you, man, I enjoyed this series so much. But you know what's funny is when you first brought it to me, I was not a fan. That's the issue with it. It's, it, it's like you have to watch more than one. Um. I watched the first episode. I thought it was pretty good. And then I tried to watch the second episode and I got to the part where he's jumping from like roof patio to roof patio. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the apartment complex. And I just kind of like, I, I don't know. It was like a gag that was running long. And I just, maybe I just didn't feel like getting into a series at the moment. 
So I shelved it, and it sat on the shelf for about two or three months. And then yesterday, I was bored, and I was like, man, I should call uh, Mr. Ugly Shoes over, and we should talk about something. Oh, and by the way, I still have this this uh, the Peacemaker uh, DVD, so what to do with them? You know, I don't want to hand them back without watching them, <clears throat> so I'm just going to gang watch it. And I swear to God, when you, I got to episode three, I was hooked. Yeah, it's very hard. It's hard to get away from it. It's addictive. Once his dad gets arrested, <laughs> oh, man. And uh, I, I was I was in like Flynn, brother. And well, plus, actually, the introduction of Vigilante really oh. fucking makes a big difference. Not only that, but I started doing this dance after every episode. <laughs> you know, there's a, you can go online. There's people just doing this dance. I know. It's so good, like flash mobbing it. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Once Vigilante came in the picture, I like he became my favorite character. Mine, right. too. Yeah. So he's a sociopath. He's a complete sociopath. He's like Jeffrey Dahmer with a sense of humor. Yeah. But I don't think he understands he's got a sense of humor. He's just funny. Yeah. But the cool thing is he knows he's sociopath. He goes, I don't have feelings. I just, you know, whatever. He and then, fakes it. There's so many great scenes we're going to get into in just a second. Um, let me say this. The soundtrack for this show is fabulous is it not great it is all butt rock 80s metal it's and even new jock bands. rock it, it, there it's, you go it's this i have no way to describe it and john cena pulls this character off and he's he's this guy you hated in high school you know just this character yeah no actually he's the guy i probably would have hung out with <laughs> i'm not lying like no the, i mean but I mean, not like Jock necessarily, but just like you know, like a metalhead stuck in his time. He was an early bro, before bros. Yeah, it's like, dude, we gotta listen to some metal, and then we gotta ride in our cars and cruise. And exactly. That was the '70s, though. That's what it was. All right, so we're gonna start the show properly as per usual. So uh, without any further ado, here we go. <laughs> That's the episode. Just us doing. To uh, be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Oh, I threw on the creepy version for this one. I don't know why, but don't worry. It picks up. Um, I uh, I have all these cool sites to get all my music from, so now I don't get thrown off of YouTube. Oh, good idea. And this is my John Carpenter synth mix. Huh. Yeah, I can tell the John Carpenter. Like, doop, doop. Yeah, right? So uh, certain sound. the show is great. Um, it it takes place, I guess, after the events of Suicide Squad? Yes. That being Not said... The, now, there's two versions of Suicide Squad. There's two movies. Both titled Suicide Squad. There's The Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad. Okay, what was the one that bombed that had Jared Leto in it? Suicide Squad. And that was the one that no one liked, right? Right. And then this one, this version, a lot of people did like this one yeah, a lot better. Yeah, no Will Smith. <laughs> what, Will Smith was in the first Will one? Will Smith was in the first one playing uh, Bullseye or Deadshot, whatever was his he? name was. Yeah, it, it sucked. He was horrible. Even Margot Robbie wasn't good in the first one. Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't see either of them. The second one's good, man. The new one was good. You get to see Peacemaker before, right right before this happens. This is yeah. the sequel. So, but the cool thing about the show, though, is it's standalone. So I watched, I know it's on HBO Max, but I watched it because you had the DVD package. I do oh, recommend yeah. watching this. And the cool thing about it is it's not like Dexter season two or three where there's like 45 freaking episodes. There, It's a perfect amount. It's four episodes. So it's, it's about like a... I mean, in a way, it's what, like four hours, six hours tops? Yeah, I think it's four to six hours. I can't remember. So it's it's not like a really hard watch. I mean, any of the Marvel Universe movies, their runtime is like three and a half hours, aren't they? Yeah. Like, they're they're crazy this, long. And this isn't just stupid-ass fight scenes. This is no, interesting. I, the dialogue is hilarious. The comedy is funny. Almost all the characters are cool. There's a couple of characters I... Mm, you absolutely I, hate, but you're supposed to. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. So... uh so it takes place after those events, but like I said, you don't have to watch Suicide Squad because I didn't, and um, it, it it flowed right in. So uh, our main character, uh, Peacemaker, um, his name is Chris. I forgot his last name, but anyway, I can't remember. Uh, it doesn't matter. I, I think it's like something weird, like like. Anyway, it doesn't matter. His first name's Chris. Yeah, and uh, he's getting released for jail uh, from jail by a black ops organization. And uh, they're like, you're, you know, uh, uh, a train killer, and um, you're kind of stupid, so we need you. Yeah. I mean, they don't necessarily say that in so many words, but, I mean, that is the idea of the, you know, uh, uh, of the plot. 
Now, well, actually, yeah, in Suicide Squad, there was a bunch of people with powers, and they get released. It's like the old Dirty Dozen plot. You guys are all going to go yeah. get hung unless you yeah. get this. And Christopher Smith was his name. Smith. Christopher Smith. I knew Very it was. Very American name. Yeah, exactly. So... He gets released from jail, and the first thing he does is he goes back to his trailer, which, by the way, his hideout is hilarious. It's a trailer, not really a hideout, painted red, <laughs> white, and blue. That's right. <laughs> and and it's like in the, at the end of a trailer park, and it's just so like hilarious when you get to see the interior of it. It's just like a messy... Uh, uh, it's a trailer. It's a trailer. It's a double white. It's just a trailer. That's all it is. It's a trash trailer. It's, it's yeah. trailer trash. And, um, you know, the only thing, like, uh, like his couch has got duct tape on it to, like, repair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like that. You know exactly what I'm talking about. It looks like people have smoked cigarettes there, like, forever and ever, even though he, he doesn't. He smokes pot in this in this show, but not cigarettes. And uh, he just drinks beer and listens to records. And, of course, he wears his uniform almost all the time. Yeah, he never takes that sucker off. I, I swear. I He's- think there's two scenes where he doesn't have it on. I'm going to bring everybody peace if I have to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> Eat peace, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. I'm going to make everybody peaceful even if I have to kill them to do it. He goes, every, even if I have to kill every man, woman, and child, they will. we will bring peace. Absolutely. It, some of his in, in, idiosyncrasies are hilarious, too. Like, he cannot shoot a gun in le, uh, to, to lethally unless it has the tub of peace on it. Yeah, and he also... He won't shoot an innocent in his mind. In his mind, he's the hero. He's never been a bad guy. And that's part of the best part of it. Well, I mean, he does kind of like save the world in a way. Yeah. Uh, or damn it, depending it, on, because the ending's a little weird. We'll get to that. Well, then. yeah, but he also he also accuses of Aquaman of fucking fish, which is <laughs> absolutely brilliant. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then when you actually... <laughs> <laughs> he says, I never do that. Spider-Man goes, yeah, you Yeah, do. you have. <laughs> uh, or the Flash says that. Flash and says apparently that. the Flash is an asshole, too. Oh, yeah. Like, everyone says the Flash is a dick. Like, he goes, everyone meets him, thinks he's a dick. Yeah, that's right. I have not seen the Flash movie, by the way. And I, I, that is something I... I wanted to see it because of Michael Keaton, but apparently people are saying it is terrible and it may have ruined the DC universe because of how much money it costs and how much little it got in return. Ah, well, that makes sense. I know. I'll probably watch it on when it shows up on video. I mean, I'll definitely watch it, but I mean... Just bring me back Keaton. Like, give me a, yeah. a an old retirement washed up Batman that has to like. Michael Keaton was the best man. He was totally psychotic. Fuck yeah, Michael Keaton was the best. Yeah, nobody uh, will ever match that. And the thing is, is a lot of people go, "Oh, the fight scenes and that suck." But it's like, well, you don't need to see him. It's a comic book. Batman really didn't have long fight scenes in the comic book. Plus, Gotham looks so great in that movie. Yeah. And Jack Nicholson, still my favorite Joker besides me, Mark Hamill. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's a it, it, he is my favorite, and I thought the story of like having an old, washed up Batman still trying to do it would be a great idea for a movie. Absolutely. And then he has to like you know give the cape and cowl to somebody you know like pass it off, kind of like what they were kind of alluding to in the last of the Nolan films. You know, they're yeah. ca- kind of saying that. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. It was the cop or whatever, and you, but you weren't sure if he was going to be Nightwing or if he was going to be. Batman. Anyway, I'm never sure with that stuff. There was look. Either way, Peacemaker is where it's at with the DC universe. This is probably the best thing they've done. That's it got intrigue. It's got government plots. It's got aliens. It's got bad guys. It's got assassins. It's got yeah. good guys. It's it's well, funny. I'm not gonna lie. I went on a little kick okay. yesterday after watching this, and I did watch another DC movie. Uh, which is one of my favorite comic book movies ever. A little flick called V for Vendetta, DC oh, yeah, Universe. That's, is that DC? That's DC. Well, so that that's a great film too. But that was a long time ago when they made that movie. Yeah, that was uh, 2003. Yeah, something like that. And then I think, yeah, that movie's 20 years old. Yeah, it's hard to so believe. I thought it was made 15 years, but still. And then um, I'm pretty sure that uh, The Watchmen is also a DC property. Yeah, in fact, they mentioned- or is it or is it a? It, that's an independent film. I've got independent uh, comics. Well, what I mean is it was a dark horse, which is uh, owned a subsidiary of DC. If I'm not mistaken, stop yelling at me. If you want to send me emails that I'm wrong and stupid, like for instance, I'm going to do a whole podcast on little facts that I got wrong or were off by a date or something. It's yeah. probably going to be a long one. <laughs> well, it sounds like it. 
Um, they gave credit to uh, they gave credit to the comedian for the character of Peacemaker. Oh well, James I mean Gunn. that's I think that's why I wanted to watch it after this because the comedian, but the comedian's a yep. really sad oh, wait. character. Peacemaker was the template for the character of the comedian from the Watchmen movie and the comic book series, also based on DC Comics. That's in that's from the trivia on IMDb. So there you go. This was first. This character in the books was first, and that's where they got the comedian character from. The comedian character is like, I love the Watchmen because I love Warshack. I love I love the Batman kind of spinoff, the Night, yeah, Owl. Night Owl. I, I love comedian. I love that movie so much. A lot of people uh, shat on that movie. It's I, great. I saw it in the movie three times in the theater. <sighs> I, I, you know what? It's one of those movies I wish I would have saw in the theater, but just like a lot yeah, of shit was that happening was before they put uh, Captain Manhattan inside of the uh, trunks. The movie theater, Schlong was hanging out through the whole thing. What? People complained about it. I'm serious. No, I mean, I have the version where his dick is out. I have that version. Yeah, people were complaining about it. Really? Yeah, they had, that's why a lot of them has the CGI junk. Oh, the version I have, you see is like whole twig and berries the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Anyway, um, so the plot here is that he being the peacemaker has to uh, assassinate a senator, right? But Foist, he has to go get his sidekick, his best friend, Eagly. Eagly. And who's been, been taken care of by the T-1000, a.k.a. the White Dragon, a.k.a. Mr. His Smith. His dad. His dad. His dad, who's a neo-Nazi, not even neo he's the leader of the Aryan nation. Yes. Um, think about uh, American History X with superpowers. Yeah, he was. he's not a good guy, but he's, you know, he's just... Funny as funny as shit though in this oh. movie. He just hates his brother so or hates his son so much and just calls him a piece of shit and this and that and the other thing. And the funny thing about it though is that um even though this he still makes some stuff. And uh there's a bunch of scenes in this show where it's like, Yeah, your dad's such an ass and he goes, Yeah, but he makes me stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a commonality, a common thread said in this this show. It's it's so good. So Peacemaker has to, uh, you know, he goes to his dad and his dad has like a quantum storage. So it's kind of like the the Batcave. Yeah. But right. it's not. It's like you walk in and it's like an infinite amount and it's like a whole laboratory. And Peacemaker, this is where his dad, um, you know, uh, makes his guns, but also more importantly, his helmets. Because Peacemaker doesn't have any like superpowers per se. What he does have is all these helmets, and they all do different things. Like one of them has X-ray vision, which is a huge plot point later. One of them uh, has like human torpedo, where you fly out like E Honda from Street Fighter. You know, uh, one of them just explodes. Yeah, <laughs> they're all um, different things, but you know, because Peacemaker's dad's a genius. And but also too. Uh, uh, he also puts tracking devices in all these. That's true. But one thing, you know, which we seem to gloss over is that with the little few fight scenes they have are absolutely perfect because John Cena is in them. And he's a trained professional wrestler, and there's even a couple of really cool moves. Uh, he fights mainly um, the senator's bodyguard, who's called, like, Judo Man or something. Oh, yeah, what was this little uh, judo guy? I can't remember his name. I, I forgot, but he loves hot Cheetos, and um, and and he's, like, five foot nothing, and he just beats the shit out of John Cena for the most part. <laughs> he beats the shit out of everybody he fights. It's, except for one, there's one point where John Cena gets him, like, uh, he gets him in a triangle, and then John Cena picks him up for a power bomb and just power bombs him on oh, like just, the car yeah slams the <laughs> and he does like a snapmare and all this stuff and then uh judo man gets like shot and he's like what the fuck man i was gonna win that battle it's my first fight i was gonna win in a long time um so john cena has to kill the senator right now he, he arms up uh with his uh you know his father and, and now he's all equipped he's got eagerly and what is the first thing he does he goes to a bar to get laid and he <laughs> Well, because he wants to screw, like... One. He's, been in, he's been in jail, in yeah. prison for a while, superhero jail. So, of course, he meets up with a girl with 80s teased hair, because that was his era, you know? And... Uh, I, I got, you know, she was good looking. Uh, I, I, I like the whole 80s look. Yeah. I, I really do. Like, when I watch Terminator 1, you know, the roommate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, and it's funny because, like, at... at you know, the hair is ridiculous and all, but just like the way the shirts were cut and how they like wear and like the big, I don't know. Maybe I like that Jersey, Brooklyn sleeves, New Jersey, like kind of look. I don't no, know. Yeah, no, I mean, that's not unusual. I was, I mean, I was there too. I mean, I, that was, that was my era. I know. 
lucky bastard. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> it was uh, pre-AIDS mid-Coke, as they say. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. There you go. Um, Judo Master was the name of the Judo character. Master, that's his name. Okay, so. Played by Nut Lee. There you go. I didn't look him up, but. I'm right here with the thing. Look it up. Cool. Um, did this get an IMDb score? Like, yes, that was it high? did. And it's, it, IMDb score was shit. It was. What about uh, Rotten yeah, Tomatoes? No, I, wait, excuse it? me. They got 8.3 out of 10. It wasn't shit. That's pretty good. That's very good. Let's see what Tomatoes gave it. i got to change websites now. I'm old. I'm on it. Don't me, worry. I'm, I'm here. I'm just old. You know, sometimes you'll get old like me. You know, John Cena, for somebody who is old, does not look old. I mean, he's not that old, but shit, dude's in, dude's in good shape. Dude's in great shape. I he The only thing he's lost is his hair because he's like... Bigger than, I mean, in a good way. Oh, we got 94 on Tomatoes. Wow. You know, they've got a second season coming out. I know, I do. I saw the uh, previews for it. Oh, I've not seen the previews yet. Um, there's a couple of teasers uh, released by HBO. Oh, wow. I've so not seen what yet. would you give this? I'd give it 100. <laughs> you give it 100%? I think, well, I, yeah, because I think it was, I would get, well, I'd give it at 95. 95? Okay, cool. I was going to say 92, so we actually kind of fall in if we combined all of our scores to about a 94. Yeah. The only reason why I gave it a 92 is because there's a couple of characters I really don't like, um, and I think you know which ones they are. I'll get to them in a second. Yeah. Um, but and, and and there's a couple of complaints I have with just kind of the plot flow. Not that this movie's slow at all, or show yeah. is slow at all, but there's a couple of episodes where I'm like, okay, like... Yeah, get on with it. Get, get, yeah, get on with it. We get the gag. Like, for instance, like I was saying the... Um, but I will say this, that one apartment scene. So after he screws this chick, right, um, she turns out to be like an agent for like whatever enemy it is. Why yeah, We don't know yet. Turns out to have superpowers from hell, too. Yeah, they're, they're, they're called butterflies. We'll get into that in a second. So she, after they do it, they bone... Uh, she actually finds a file of his mission and then so she immediately tries to kill him and they just have this like knockout drag out fight and John Cena is actually almost or Peacemaker rather is almost even like overcome except for his the use of his helmet um, yeah and she's like half his size and she is picking him up shit and out of throwing him, him mm -hmm. against walls and just oh man so then Cena has to go back and get his stuff after he murders this girl, knowing that cops are on his way. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that scene. Yeah. He has to stop for the cool records. Yeah. Oh, man, I haven't seen these he, since I was he, in school, he, grab, man. he grabs a sheet to throw all his stuff on, and then he's, like, digging through, and he goes, White Snake, poison. And he starts grabbing all these records. Yeah, for Cinderella, man. Cinderella, dude. So he, he has to rummage through all our stuff, and which is hilarious. Then he's got to leave, right? But the cops are there. So he starts jumping. Like I said, this is the scene I thought was kind of try until... He busts into the hipster and his wife. Yeah, dude, that scene is so funny. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, and there's like we don't want to give that one away too much. No, but let's just say this. You know what? I find her, and I don't know what it is, really oddly attractive. Yeah, that was weird. I did. T I don't know who that was. It's like was. there's there's something to be said by like girl next door looks. I like a lot better than say like Pam Anderson looks. Yeah, because she Pam was Anderson she was very like frumpy, you know, but in a good way. Oh, I don't think she was frumpy. I thought she was cute. I think she's cute too. Well, what I'm I mean is she wasn't like dad, you know, she so wasn't like, like model cute. Ah, yeah, the girl's probably in her forties. No, I don't think so. It's probably in thirties. Really? Yeah. I don't know. People people look a lot better now than they people age better now due to like vitamins and like you know yeah. whole foods and stuff. So maybe maybe anyway. Um, I mean, just think about this. When I remember when uh, Aunt Pepper, don't worry, that's a fake name. Um, was in her 40s and i remember like her just looking totally older than now what i think you know like from photos and such oh yeah yeah she everybody looked older then i mean when i was 40 i think i looked pretty damn good but that was me you know yeah i just had long real long hair i remember when you were 40 you look like mitch hedberg but just that partied more <laughs> you look like a, a I, that's i've been told that before you look like a, a that you said i looked i had somebody else tell me i looked like mitch hedberg yeah and because it was like really because i had this long hair i didn't have really wrinkles at 40 but i was smoking so you, I wasn't, you I wasn't. look like mitch hedberg if he wanted to be in the ramones <laughs> i'll take it okay take good it. good anyway so um now I look like Head Mitchberg. This girl, or Mitch Deadberg, this girl actually, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, uh, hates like her hipster boyfriend, and there's a great scene between them, and there's a great scene at one of the end of the episodes, too, with her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so finally, 
Um, we get introduced to uh, his. He does escape, by the way. Um, now, some of the other members of this uh, resistance group or this Black Ops is you have the leader who's um, is Mern. He? His name is Mern. Mern. Okay, and then. You have the sassy woman of color, and this is the character I absolutely I do not like her. I hate this bitch. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with her sexuality or her skin color. I just don't like her at all. Like she's not likable. She's not likable, and she does some shit in the show that really pisses me off. In all of her scenes, uh, they're like where she tries to be funny. It's just not. It's it feels. You know what it is? It feels forced. Absolutely, I can't argue that. I can't argue that. I didn't even think about her, because even though she's a main one of the main characters, it just she's forgettable to me. She's forgettable. She doesn't add anything. Um, and and I know she they put her there for the comic relief, and also too like you know, let's be honest, there's certain agendas where you have to have certain things in certain shows. Yep. But the leader of it was like a British charming black dude, and it's like, dude, you have that box checked. You don't need to anyway. Moving on, yep. and then of course you have your uber intelligent. Uh, feminist um, a chick that won't screw him but I actually really like her character I think she's cool yeah. and badass she's kind of like the Ripley of the group if you will I always you know have that like you know what I mean she's she acts badass she doesn't need to be booked as badass yeah so that's cool so I like her a lot and then of course you have your hipster bearder guy who's the hacker and um, <laughs> anyway and then we get introduced to this character named Vigilante who oh, oh, oh my god, god. So he good. Makes him and John Cena's back and forth. And I watched a lot of uh, the outtakes and behind the scenes. A lot of their like back and forths were ab libbed. Yeah, I noticed that that they, I've seen some of the outtakes. And if you watch after every episode, episode there is they, a, yeah. there's a scene. And, and there's there's a one great one where he's sitting there talking about all the people that they could have pinned his fingerprints yeah. on, and he goes on, he's like Mickey Mouse, like Mickey Mantle, this and that, and Yeah, he starts just naming random people. Yeah, John Cena was really Big on improv during this, and he made had some of the funniest lines. Well, pro wrestling is improv when they're out there on the mic, you know. That's true, but some of the funniest lines in this were actually improv. Turns out, you know, that John Cena just threw in. Yeah, right no, time. And the so guy playing good. Vigilante was also deadpan, brilliantly hilarious. Now he doesn't demask till later in the show, but I swear Two to different God, actors. Really? Yeah, and the first episode was a different actor who had creative differences. Was it Jason Lee? Because it um, sounds just like Jason Lee. I'll look you know, it up. Uh, it's on the trivia. I have to find it again. But apparently the first one had uh, issues with uh, with creative differences with James Gunn. Really? Yeah, so he left. So what else has James Gunn done that I would know of? Because I know that name very, very familiarly. James Gunn? No, nah, you wouldn't know him. Really? Yeah, of course you would. He's one of those prolific uh, directors, etc., and writers. And he wrote this entire thing, by the way, during, his, uh, during uh, COVID. Yeah, when it was bored. Now I'm going to look up James Gunn so I just get all these names on here if I can. Yeah, because his name is super familiar. All right. Okay, because he's done so many things. All right, James Gunn. Okay, here we go. Okay, no, nothing good, nothing at all. Freddie Freddie Stroma is the guy who plays Vigilante, by the way. Oh, on the first one or all of them? See, he did Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay, yeah. The Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, oh. Belco Experiment, which is one of my favorite movies I told you about. No one seems to want to watch. I'll watch it eventually. It's just one of those things where you keep saying it, and it slips my mind, and then you I can just... never find it. And I, yeah, there you go. And uh, Human Z. <laughs> Slither. Oh, I love Slither. Yeah, so I mean, there's... Oh. And you look back his list, there's like... Oh, Dawn of the Dead, 2004. That, that, is, that is one of my favorite remakes. 13 Ghosts, he was a writer on that. You didn't like that. I, I hate that movie. Terra Firmer, which was a funny one. I'm so sorry, Mr. Gunn. Tromaville, fat, uh, Tra Tromaville Cafe started out with Tromeo and Juliet. That was the first Tromo film I ever seen. By the way, speaking of trauma films, have you ever seen Scream Baby Scream? I know you've heard my podcast review of it. Uh, no, actually, I haven't seen that one. It is one of it's free. It's free license. You can find it everywhere for free. Okay, um, I'll look it up. It is a it is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Oh well, by far. Well, because some of their stuff is just crap. Yeah, Freddie Stroma took over as Adrian Chase inside the movie. The original one was somebody else. It wasn't Jason Lee because um, his voice sounds just like Jason Lee. I need to. I said I got to find the trivia. So, on this baby, game. the cool thing about it is, though, he doesn't demask till later, so he's not even credited in here and cast no. and crew. It's uh, they, shit. I lost my trivia on this thing. Oh, here we go. It's all good. The um, the the the. Oh. 
the the whole character though the point of him is just he's just he's hilarious i love the fact that he can't pee with his pants on also the greatest thing oh yeah he he's a butters he has to take out yeah you know remember butters from uh south park yeah, he has but, to pull him down like well uh, look i mean i've dealt with some people who are autistic and and with a few of those issues and that's a common thing with autism really oh yeah i can't um poop if someone's in the next stall really yeah i have to I have to hold it till they leave. Oh, okay. Or I have to have the toilet flushing, and then it's fine. I have a very shy bowels. So, no, I thought you were all into all the blimpy stuff. No, that's gross. I like talking about poop. I think poop's hilarious, but I, I like in, in all actuality, when I'm when I'm in a bathroom at Walmart trying, you know, to, to take a dump skis, I, I yeah, I, it's like if anyone's talking. Dude, don't even talk to me. If if you talk to me in the bathroom, I will stop peeing. Like it will shut off. It's like a like an auto shut. You know, okay. it's oh, just weird. Freddie Strummer replaced Chris Conrad as Adrian Chase, the vigilante, after Conrad left the series due to creative differences. I wonder what that was because the character was written so fucking well. Well, I guess he didn't want to do the scene with his butt out. I have no idea. Or else maybe he didn't like the idea that that he was into shooting the children. <laughs> Oh, that makes a lot more sense. So yeah, full, we get introduced to the vigilante who wants to be, he's like everyone's little brother who wants oh, yeah. to play with you guys, you know, you and your cool friends. And you're like, get out of here, man. And But he but just, he, is- he persists and he persists and he persists to the point where he gets involved so much. They're like, okay, now we have to have him on board. Well, that he's, he's a total badass. Who, he is. John Cena sees him as a wannabe and he just trails John Cena's character everywhere also to vigilante is i after this show remember i just told you i watched v i also i know i went on a whole superhero thing i watched deadpool vigilante yeah. makes deadpool look like a baby i don't think i'd agree with that dude what i watched them back and back vigilante is so more badass than deadpool okay well not so much more but he's funnier oh, i yeah. like his jokes better i do too he's way creepier as a psychopath oh yeah because he like whistles when he snipers oh, yeah. vigilante is yeah i guess he is a bit funnier in he's like, <laughs> and he goes there goes baby bear while he shoots a kid in the head yeah and he's yes. like there goes sister bear well th- then the funny thing is the way john cena treats him at one point when he's getting tortured and they're going to cut off one of his toes and he's like go ahead go, go ahead. ahead do do it it doesn't so, harm me <laughs> and and Vigilante's going, what? What? what, whoa, what, whoa, what? Wait, wait, wait. I wait, care, aren't I you going to. And he John, goes, the pinky toe is the most important part of every toe. Yeah, John Cena's like, no, go ahead and cut off his toes. I won't talk. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's. So the, that's. The whole yeah. show is perfectly written. So, yeah, anyway, after, you know. Other than, other than the, the lesbian couple. Uh, yeah. Uh, that character is. Well, the couple, there was two of them. It's her and her wife. Uh, Leota is her name. Yeah, she's annoying. She's oh, super yeah, it's annoying. Just annoying. I hate that when they have a the, have to have the force fed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Force force fed. Force fed. Force fed wokeness is not funsies. No, I'm. I consider myself very woke. I'm definitely not asleep. Well, I will tell you this: some force fed wokeness back in the '90s, it wasn't that bad. Like no, when you had bad. like you know a Jew and a black dude save the planet, Independence Day. That actually was like a good combo. No, because they make him super, super over the top Jewish. Yeah, they rewatching the they movie, did. it's practically offensive the way they treat his dad. His dad, they make him like the biggest hey, you know, character hey, ever. You, you want I should do something with these people while we're here? Mm-hmm. I expected Mel Brooks to come dancing. Through. Exactly, and he goes, "But I'm not Jewish." And he goes, "Nobody's perfect." Like he actually says that in that yeah. movie. Anyway, it's an old joke too. I, I, well, I mean, yeah. Well, by the way, Mel Brooks rules though. Uh, I don't agree because his new version Whoa. of the History of the World Part Two sucked balls. I know a lot of people said that, but Mel was he was wasn't great. Mel Brooks a co-writer for uh, Princess Bride? I don't know on that, but I know this that Mel Brooks was funny. His stuff he just never evolved with his stuff. Back when he yeah. did his stuff, I mean, I still think Blazing Saddles is absolutely brilliant, and it, it broke so many doors down. I like rape, torture, murder, gambling, and rape. Why'd you say rape twice? Because I really like rape. Yeah, the, the movie, the movie tore down so many barriers, and the same thing with with uh, Young Frankenstein. And they were so brilliant, but the jokes Young are the Frankenstein same. Young Frankenstein is one of the best. Oh yeah, horror comedies of all time, if hands not the best. Down, it's between that and Shaun of the Dead. I sw- ooh, ooh, 
I didn't. Oh God, you got me in a rock and a hard place on that one. Yeah, like I said I love those two. Those are, those are the ones when somebody says horror comedy, it's Shaun of the Dead or Young Frankenstein. That's, Shaun of the Dead is so good and quotable, but like, ooh, so is Young Frankenstein. Well, rich. <laughs> Oh, uh, what was his name? Abby. Abby Normal. Normal. (laughs) We can take care of that hump. What hump? Exactly. Uh, Rolls in the haze. And there's so many little jokes in drinking games, like the Fabruca and the lightning, and you have to take a drink. And Gene Gene Wilder is brilliant. And I don't care what anybody says. I love Johnny Depp. Don't get me wrong. But there's only one Willy Wonka. And And that's Gene Wilder. And that's Gene freaking Wilder. I actually like uh, Runk Frankenstein better than I like uh, Willy Wonka. And I know that's sacrilege to a lot of people. No, but it's not. I, I consider it the same way. I enjoyed Willy, I enjoyed the Willy Wonka movie a lot, but Young Frankenstein's a better film. H1N1 Zombies, I know you want to be my black and white film guy. Please remind me to do Young Frankenstein with you because it's a black and white, but he wants to do all the cool black and white movies with me. Well, and, that's going to be a problem because I may show up for one or two. That's fine. We have four chairs here. Okay, we have we one microphone. Yeah, we have four mics. We, if you guys want to hit some of the old black and white classics, I'm in. Well, uh, his first request ever was the original Night of Living Dead. Oh, okay. When are you guys doing that? We already did it. It's in the can. Oh, God. I, why did I miss this? Did I miss this somewhere? Uh, so that movie came out in 68, so it's episode 68, so you're two away from it. Cause oh, yeah. It's right behind it. Then I'll be there in two times. Okay. Uh, you know what episode uh, 84 is going to be because it just happened to be the year that Ghostbusters oh, came yeah. out. So, like, we're kind of trying to do a theme here where we're trying I, to I pick watch, out a movie. Ghostbusters Afterlife. That wasn't too bad. Oh, the uh, not the third one, but the fourth one? Yeah. Everyone says it's so much better, but no one saw it because the third one was so terrible. What, the all-female version of the Ghostbusters? Yeah, and, and the no, thing is, is, like... That it, really was bad. It wasn't... I, you know what? I'm not... So, I think the chick in this show was in Ghostbusters. I th- no, 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 no. I don't think so. Well, it just seems like they always have to have the token sassy black woman of color who's heavy set. Oh, maybe she was in that movie. I wasn't thinking about her. I was thinking about the other girl when you said chick in the show. I was thinking about the good one, Jennifer Holland. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She is. Really she is cool. amazing in this. She did really good. She Let's was so see good what films was she in. She, I do not think she was in actually Ghostbusters. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Anyway, moving on. So, uh, yeah, uh, the Peacemaker and Vigilante are captured after a failed assassination attempt. By the way, I'm, I'm giving away a little bit of spoilers, but I'm not going to ruin it for you. And then after this, uh, we finally figure out. Um, now, I love when a show has an A and a B plot, and this is where it starts. We find out what the butterflies are, and it's basically an alien invasion, kind of like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, very similar to that. And they start getting, like, the most people of power we get congressmen police etc etc and at first they're being very subtle about it until they find out that peacemaker and crew are on them and then they just going okay we need to activate now or else or else you know and um uh what what does the peacemaker do well the they need to go after their food source because there's only one food they can eat and it's kind of like a honey thing it's uh it comes uh, from a giant space cow a giant space cow so the whole rest of the movie goes on them but we have a little detour because they need to because of the opening instance they need to put peacemaker out of the police police uh uh his eye their eyesight you know get him off the radar so they pin it on somebody who they do they pin it on peacemaker's dad yeah that was classic who just so happens to be called the, the white, white dragon. dragon, who is the leader of the Aryan nation. nation, and he's a superhero. I, I, well, I don't want to say that. Do not cancel me again, bro. So he's a super powered. He claims to be a hero, but he is basically a. Villain. If you're a white guy, he's in this, a racist. Bastard. Yeah, he's a racist bastard. But uh, by the way, how good is the fucking T1000? Oh yeah, and he's so good in this. This this. this you know what's funny? We always say call the T one thousand. Um, even though God, uh, his name is Jason Patrick. Yeah. Right. So, so it's is it, it's the last name's Patrick. I don't think it's Jason. No, I'm thinking of the dude from Lost Boys. His last name's Patrick. Uh, Richard. Pa- no, no, Michael. Michael Patrick. No, I'll tell you a second. It's uh something Patrick. Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. There you go. And uh, fun fact: Did you know the band Filter? That's his brother. You're kidding me. Nope. Wow. I and he helped that. start that band with him. No way. Yeah. Okay. He played drums or something. Uh, anyway, he is so good in this he's role. He's so good. God, you hate him. You just want him to die. Well, 
no, because I appreciate him so much as a heavy that I don't hate him. I, I mean, obviously, I wanted him to die, and he's an the ass. The character was just, oh, but somebody that can make me dislike them to that point, where he's just so abusive and so, and he played this role so well. To the T. Like, no tongue-in-cheek, no funsies, no jokes. Just He was just seriously. Solid, stone-faced, awesome. Now, we get a great, uh, so now Vigilante, trying uh, to become best friends with uh, Peacemaker, um, finds no, out we, we finds out that Peacemaker's dad abused him. And yeah, finds out what happened. Yeah, that he made him kill his own brother and shit. And so, uh, Vigilante goes, "Okay, that sounds uh, cool." Well, so, he, well, actually, what happens is one of the people in their group, in the Black Ops group, convinces Vigilante that it would make Peacemaker happy if his father was, was just dead out of his life. And it just so happens to be that female woman of color who doesn't like him because he's also a racist, racist shit. Yeah. So it kind of adds up, but. Then the greatest thing is Vigilante, in order to get him, goes, well, he's stuck in jail. I'll go get him. I'll go get him in jail. And he gets his ass arrested. Which leads to my favorite scene in the whole show, which I have isolated just for oh, you right it. now. I know what it is. This is. <laughs> These are Aryan Nation guys hanging out. Yeah. Hey, what's up, fellas? Like, you totes seem like the coolest guys in this place. So I was thinking, you know. Like, we should get to know each other. What? Let's pick a topic, and then everyone goes around in a circle and says their feelings on that topic. Let's start with, uh, I don't know. Let's each say something that we're grateful for that black people have contributed to American culture. Is this dude joking right now? No. Hey, look, I'll go first. I'm grateful that black people gave us rock and roll music. Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top, 38 Special, all those guys owe everything to black American folk and blues musicians. I mean, they wouldn't exist without them. And then white redneck music would just sound like, well, what it sounded like before black people, which was the wet, sloppy sounds of fucking your sister. <laughs> okay, so that's my turn. Which one of you dumb His sister face. fucking tiki torch carrying sloth from the Goonies looking pieces of shit wants to go next? His face, though. He's a skinny little runt you know? shit. You're first? Cool. Okay, wait, no, let me guess. Your favorite contribution to black American culture was all the black guys who fucked your mom in the ass while you watched from the closet jerking off. And just dispatches three of them. Easy. Giant. With with a broken uh, cop, half cut off toe, by the way. Fuck. You never answered. Who are you? I'm just the guy who's going to fuck you so hard your asshole's going to be dragging behind you like a tail. Oh, no, you're not going to goad me into attacking you. We both know there's cameras all over this place, and now these morons look like the aggressors. On the ground, now! Both of you! Yo, the area started it. This dude did nothing. You're a bad dad. So at this point, this is when, um, you know, uh, yeah, the white dragon realizes, oh, because he calls him dad, he goes, oh, shit. You're a bad dad. You've been sent. You know, you've been sent to get me by my son. Yeah, and the funny thing about the scene is, is when you see the guy who plays Vigilante, he is the skinniest, wimpy-looking dude. Yeah. You know, he's just this. Dude, he, he's, for real, He, like I said, he looks like Jeffrey Dahmer with a sense of humor. I yeah. think they did that on purpose, too. Um, they made him look innocent. It was just this weakling. Yeah, he looks like he's an IT guy. Absolutely, that's a good description. So yeah, it looks like you're run of the mill. I drive a Prius. I go I live, to. Uh, I live in my mom's basement and play D and D all weekend. Hey, no, never get, there's I'll nothing never wrong get. with that. <laughs> I never. This is the guy who look, sleeps with a pillow because he can never get a girl. Okay, I did, there's something wrong with that. Um, so anyway, he's stuck in there, and now uh, White Dragon goes, "Oh shit." Like my son's setting assassins after me, so he tries to cut a deal because first off he's innocent; those weren't his fingerprints, yeah. and uh, he finagles his way out, and uh, then he starts up his clan again, and yep. they go after Peacemaker. So that's slub, uh, slub, subplot B, right? Yeah. And then the FBI agent who gets him out, who's going against orders. Well, we don't, we don't want to give away all that stuff, do we? Not too much. I mean, we can, we could. Like, there's another subplot there going. There's, there's so many subplots. So anyway, eventually, um, you know, the White Dragon situation gets handled. Go ahead and watch it because, like, like I said, this is not like a movie that a lot of people have seen. So I don't want to give too much away. But and then it becomes this black ops group trying to take down the, the food source, trying to save the world. And uh, like I said, it's a it's a fantastic fucking show. 
I can't recommend it enough. The action um, is prime. I mean, it's 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 not overdone. Yeah, it's not like the action reminds me more of like The Watchmen, where it's few and far between, but when it's there, it's needed and it's great. Absolutely. I, I'm, the thing that I really hate about the modern uh, superhero movies, especially the Marvel ones, they start out with just a little bit of action. Now there's an hour and a half worth of action and five minutes and, worth of plot. And and about half an hour of slow-mo shots. Yeah, and they don't have they any of that shit. they play like, music in the background. No, the music in here is great. Oh, it rocks all the way through. And the, the fight scenes, it's like watching John Wick fight scenes. They're fast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought that too. Yeah, or, or like I, uh, that whole uh, 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 Watchmen style where they're like fast, hard, the sound is good. Like it's all like snap, crack, popple, you it's know. Scary sounding shit. <laughs> yeah, and uh, all the guns are cool in here. The gunplay is cool. There's um, the gore effects are great. Oh, yeah. And you don't feel bad for everyone's getting shot because they're like body snatchers, you know. But dude, the torture scene in this, like I had to look away because I have a thing. Oh, that was. It was rough. It was rough. There's, um, it was so realistic because yes. it wasn't somebody getting their skin peeled off. It wasn't some fancy. It was. It's not torture porn. It's like for real. We're gonna wretch this toe off. Yeah, you know? we're. It's. It, it reminds me kind of. And they like, don't even show it. Yeah, they don't show it. It's. It's all in your mind, kind of like the movie Payback with Mel Gibson. Oh yeah, or Braveheart with Brave. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson really likes torture. Yeah, he does. He's also, what was that other one he did about? Oh yeah, Passion of the Christ, Christ which is Christ. a fucking snuff movie for an hour and a half. Do you know that you know that that's not even in the Bible. The Passion plays were developed in the 1300s, really, to incite people against Jews. Really? Was, yeah, that they crucify him. Yeah, that there was. It's in the Bible that they that they say he endured so many days of torture. That's all they say. Really? That, that's it. It's very small. They do mention minor. crucifixion, though. They and, talk about yeah. him being crucified and that he endured he endured being uh, flayed or being whipped and a few other things, but they don't go into detail. See, I've only read the Old Testament. This is, yeah, so it's this whole thing. Look up passion plays, where they came from. It was mm. a Catholic thing because the Catholic Church did owed money to the Jewish thing, and also they wanted that land. Yeah. Well, so not- if you kill off the Jews and get everybody inside to incite against them, well, not only that, I mean, you know, they, uh, yeah. Hey, look, Borgia was the Pope for a while, you know? Right. We had two Nazi Popes in the past hundred years. Yeah, but I still like the fact that Borgia was able to buy his way in. Yet's Lucretia's father. You know who should be the Pope? Rodrigo Borgia. We need someone who's very well liked. Who, How about you? I was going to say Bill Murray, but I okay. Thinking, I was thinking Pope Zachary. I'd be, I'd oh, be all dude. for Pope Zachary. Well, I'm already like a minister, but I think Bill Murray, that would be my vote. Because everyone likes Bill Murray. Uh, not everyone. Who doesn't like? Well, there's Chevy this, Chase. <laughs> che, Chevy Chase is a fucking asshole. No kidding. But him and Bill Murray got in a fist fight once when if, I said that joke. If if you, okay, if Joe McHale hates you, then that means you're a dasshole because Joe McHale is like the nicest guy in Hollywood. Oh no no that's Keanu Reeves, but Joe McHale. Oh is a nice guy. no, Keanu Reeves is the nicest guy outside of Hollywood and in Hollywood. Okay, yeah. Joe McHale's really a nice guy. No, but I knew that he got in a fight with a, a Chevy Chase on the set of uh, Community Saturday Night Live. Oh, we thought it was Community. No, uh, that's when Chevy Chase and Bill Murray got in a fight. Oh, 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 okay, on okay. On the set gotcha, of Saturday gotcha. Night Live when Chevy Chase came back to host. You know, and they won't let him back. You know, it's funny. You know, it, um, my Everybody mother-in-law's favorite movie is right now. What? I showed her the first Bill and Ted. Oh, wow. And she loved it so much, so we watched number two, Bogus Journey, and then Face the Music, and then she's like... I want to watch the first one again. I'm like, damn. And, oh, she, and wow. she doesn't like anything. <laughs> like, I mean, she's one of those things that has I to thought, be squeaky I she would, clean. I thought her favorite one would be like, you know, Butt Sisters from Venus or something, you know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Did you know my dad was talking about Zardos? Did you know there's a Zardos the musical? Oh, God, no. I wouldn't actually be surprised no. because of all the, the music and dancing no. in this TV show, no. The Peacemaker, that this doesn't become a musical. It's already got the good music in it. It's already yeah. got the great dancing in it. Yeah. Do you ever see um, Evil Dead 2, the musical? No, I didn't know they made a musical. Yeah. Dude. Dude. I saw Dracula, the musical. Uh, really? Wait. Yeah. Hold on. They made it in There's England. There's a few of them. Yeah, but they made it in England, and it was on YouTube for a while. It got pulled. Ah, I hate it when sucked. they do that. It sucked. Yeah, but still, it's worth the watch, right? Oh, yeah. You got to see everything once. Cool. Well, so, maybe not that. Speaking of this, <laughs> you definitely, definitely have to see The Peacemaker with John oh, Cena. God, yeah. Get it on DVD if you're already an HBO Max guy. Uh, Get it on HBO Max while you can. Yeah, but I mean, you know, this is definitely a rewatch. So I would say, I always tell people right now, man, buy physical media. It's not yeah. going to be there for long. It's not. 
every I have five DVD players in this house and two Blu-ray players, and I kick myself every fucking day that I do not still have a couple of VCRs. So go out and buy them now because they're already stopped making them. The only way you can get a good Blu-ray player right now uh, or, or do it now because um, a couple of companies have already stopped making them. I know Sony's pulling out um, and and all these things, man. PlayStation can, will always play your DVDs and so will Xbox. They, yes, they will. And you can get them dirt, 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 dirt cheap. And uh, you can get like, um, I know there's not, you can still get uh, Blu-ray players on them as well. And uh, yeah, like I said, there's this whole thing Joe Bob had. I don't know if I showed it to you, but... Um, Companies now on streaming sites, they are cutting out minutes and seconds of shows when when they switch like licenses. So say like Hulu buys something from um, Netflix, but they don't approve of something in it. They'll cut it out, and you won't yeah. even notice. Yeah, I've noticed. I've noticed that. I mean, you you won't you won't notice like everything, but you'll notice. Hey, wait a minute! Like for instance, I was watching uh, on Amazon. I bought uh, Adventures of Babysitting, and they cut out a bunch of shit because now Disney owns it. What they cut out the whole part where they meet with the prostitute? Oh shit! And also the the well part- now that they own Deadpool, I got to check because I don't have that on DVD. I have a digital copy and I have a regular copy. If you want to register the digital copy, I've never done it, so you can go ahead and have it. I might, uh, I'll yeah. let you borrow it though. All I'll right. probably go buy it. Yeah, you definitely should. So from all of us here at the Knife Party, remember to be kind, rewind. rewind. Jeff, do you have anything to promote? Oh no, I have absolutely nothing to promote. Oh, you know what you might want to do? Here's my promotion. Huh, okay, okay. Patreon this show. Oh, support yes. it. That's patreon.com slash the knife party pod. If you are listening on the free site, dude, it's only a dollar. that means if you're on the show for a goddamn year, you've bought two Starbucks coffees. That's it. That's the cost of our show. And also remember you get cool perks and merchandise if you level up from there. Anyway, uh speaking of which, you gotta By check way, out the power body pack. When, yes. is, when are we gonna get the knife party nipple clamps? When do those come out? Uh those are going to come, I think, next August. Okay. Good enough. Um, but uh, I'm still getting the exact size and member uh and measurements for the butt plugs though. Okay, yeah, those are those yeah, will be fun. Those are gonna be those are gonna be the hit item, right? I imagine so. All right, well, so <laughs> I think I have to. I think those. I think those would be on that other show with uh, the hood, 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 hood cast, hood cast. Well, they don't call them butt plugs. They call them action figures. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>